0: migrant shelter on hold at Amundsen, at the Almondson Park Fieldhouse. Park supervisors were told to turn their keys in last night. They also say youth athletes were asked to leave mid practice. Donald Glover, president of the Almondson Park Advisory Council, says this is the city just doing whatever it wants to do. Well we were told it was on hold. And then this was all done right the really, 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 really bad. All of it had a said that this was all resolved, and it's not. Now, Alderman Chris Telleferro responded to their concerns in person last night. He says Mayor Johnson told him this was all just a miscommunication. He told me that there was a misunderstanding and that he did did instruct his entire staff that this, this process would be put on hold. Now, there's two things I want to point out with this. One, listen to the language. He said it's going to be put on hold, meaning we're going to pause it, but he did not say we're not doing it at all. That's not an option anymore. These people don't want it. He said put it on hold. So let me tell you what, what what the plan is. They're going to put it on hold because right now there's a lot of pushback, right? Y'all out there, y'all waiting to see what they're going to do. Some of y'all out there at night trying to see. So he's going to probably try to wait y'all out, maybe about week two weeks maybe up to a month and let it die down right until y'all think everything is all good and then what they gonna do is while y'all sleeping in y'all house about two in the morning three in the morning when you wake up in the morning you're gonna see 200 migrants in that field house because listen what he said it has been put on hold it's not a definite no, it's not that okay, you guys don't want them there, so I can't put them there because you don't want to remember. We're supposed to live in a democracy, right? And a democracy will say if the people don't want it, then I can't do it as the mayor. Understand? So it's been put on hold. Now, what I will say is this. They still try to put them over there. So don't don't let off of that. Number two. You won a small battle, but you did not win the war. Know what I mean by that? A small battle would be okay. You have pumped day breaks, not for now, but you stood up. But See, the thing is with black people and what's been our issue and problem in the modern times is that, let's say you stand up, you stand against them, you loud, you proud, you angry, you aggressive, and you're not violent at all in the process. And they can't take that kind of pressure from you. But one thing the Democrats know about you is that all they gotta do is wait you out because you don't stay with anything. A lot of you, you may stay with it one week, two weeks, and then you're going right back to business as usual. The Democrats know this about you. They know this. So they will do this to you and then turn right back around and put them migrants in there. And then once they in there, they end there. There's not really much you're gonna be able to do once they put them there. So if you're really serious about protecting that field house, then you gotta have somebody out there all the time watching, especially, especially in the middle of the night. Cause most people are gonna be out there during the day watching, but in the middle of the night, oh yeah, you got you gotta be out there having somebody like that. So when you win a battle, this is even a life lesson. You don't get excited about winning battles. You say, okay, great. You continue until the war is over, until it's done, until the job is done. You're going to win some, you're going to lose some. But the ultimate goal is to get Brandon Johnson to end sanctuary city status for the city of Chicago and start talking to him and say, hey, okay, now it's ended. What we're going to do is get these people moved on somewhere else. One thing I told the (laughs) black community is tell Brandon Johnson, hey, we don't have the resources, but you know what? Those, Those suburbs up there with the white people, they got all that money, Send them up there. Because they got the resources. The schools are better. All kinds of things. Send them over there. You can't be putting them here. We don't even have the resources for ourselves. We don't. Now, of course, a lot of people, as you know, they're coming from the state of Texas. Because they, Chicago, New York, and Denver, and others have been identified as Sanctuary City. So, Greg Abbott said he's going to continue to send the buses. He said he's not stopping until those mayors get on board with what he got going on. And maybe he'll start pulling back on sending migrants. It is what it is. Texas has been dealing with it for a very, very long time. So stay on top of that issue, Chicago. Let's go all the way to New York city with mayor Eric Adams. Of course the Democrat party has been upset with mayor Eric Adams. Because he says that the migrant situation is going to destroy New York as you know it. He has promised that migrants will be coming to a neighborhood near you. He let you know that ahead of time. So what he decided to do was to get on a plane and head to Colombia. Yes, Mayor Eric Adams went all the way down to Colombia because he wanted to find out what is really going on in Colombia, even though the people come from Venezuela. But well, one of their first stops is Columbia, so he went down there. Now, when I saw this video, I said, "Hmm, this is interesting." So I want you to watch a short clip of Mayor Eric Adams t- trying to get some information about what's going on in Columbia. We so as you heard, that the people were screaming at him. It was a white person, as you heard, in Colombia, screaming at him while he's trying to get information. Now they followed Eric Adams all the way down to Colombia to go protest him. Most people just don't have money just to get up and go from America to any kind of foreign country on a whim. So who's funding them? So-called protesters to go show up. You're in Colombia. You would think you'd be hearing Spanish, right? But no, you're hearing white people speaking English. Now there was another picture, and they paid these people to do this. We know this. Let us put this picture up. Look at this picture. Now, if you're looking at this picture on the screen here, you couldn't even get right that he is the mayor of New York City. Why you say New Jersey? It doesn't even make sense. It don't. And then you gonna call him a migrant-hating creep? Really? You 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 are, uh, liberals that that's paying these poor people to carry these signs. First and foremost, Eric Adams has not been a migrant-hating creep. We would not be making videos about him right now if he so-called was, because they say he quoted. And why you gotta hate people? Because you don't want somebody in your house. Your house, you have to protect it. Now. His house is supposed to be New York City. He's supposed to be protecting New York City. He's supposed to be protecting the citizens there, and the citizens pay taxes for services, resources, etc. And if, if he says we don't have all this money to be paying for extra people who's not paying anything, who's not giving nothing at all, taking the resources, and they keep doing this, is going to destroy New York City as we know it. How is that having any kind of hatred? He has there they spend billions of dollars out of taxpayer money to people who haven't contributed a thing to America in fighting the war, don't pay taxes, don't do anything. So right there I have to disagree with because in the beginning he was like, hey, all immigrants are welcome. Well, if he was saying all immigrants are welcome, but after about a year of that he said, oh okay, all right, all right, that's enough of this. So, no, I, I have to defend Eric Adams on that. And I'm not the biggest fan of Mayor Eric Adams, but even just like Brandon Johnson, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit up here and, and accuse them of things they're not doing and they're not saying. I just want the brothers just to do right. That's it. I want the brothers to do right by the people. Especially the people that voted for them, which would be a lot of black people, right? So so check this out. So even while I was discussing about where is all this money coming from? Because these people are poor people. These people don't have money like that. So, how are they paying all this money to go from Venezuela, Nicaragua, El Salvador, Guatemala? That's a lot of the countries they're coming from. They're not really coming from Mexico like that. They're really not. Where is this money coming from? Then, word on the street is the Vatican. The Vatican and, and a lot of other NGOs, non government organizations, are paying. Money for the migrants to come up here—they're paying. Now, think about it from their point of view. Hey, you want to go to America? Shoot, sure. yeah, I go. Man, I heard I'm get, I can get something free over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I pay for it. Oh, shoot, sure, man, let me—can my kids, my wife, and my kids too? Yeah, yeah, pack your stuff, let's go. You're going to—it's going to be a long journey though. But I will pay for it. Don't worry about it. It's all expense paid. All you got to do is turn yourself in at the border of America, tell them you want to seek asylum tell them violence and they'll let you in now you may have to, you may have to sit on the floor a little bit but eventually you will get the job they're going to give you work permit eventually but like, that's the thing people you know it, it's like we need to start getting start talking to the mic seriously and i gotta figure out you know figure out a way to get get that done as well because if you talk to the migrants, they're going to tell you. I know they're going to tell you, hey, somebody's paid for it. I know somebody's paid for it. Because beyond with you, the migrants themselves, I'm saying this, they're being used. They're being used uh, all the way around, taking advantage of their situation. Then the, 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 the bad part about it, you're using migrants for cheap labor. Then you're putting them in a bad situation because the citizens will be upset with them for the most part, they're not going to be upset with the politicians. That's why on this program, I always say we don't go after no migrants. We don't even talk about them like that. We don't say, hey, they the problem. No, 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 no. We keep it on the politicians. We keep it on the corporations because they're the cause of the problem, not the migrant. Listen, the politicians and the corporations love when you fuss and argue with the migrants and, and, and do things to him or her. They love that because they get to keep their hands clean and laughing at you because they are causing a problem and they are still getting in an office and everything. You know what I'm saying? So we say is look at what the Democrat party is doing. Look at what these corporations is doing. That's what we're going to focus on, at least here because we're more intelligent here and we understand who's doing it. And Chuck Schumer already told you to play already. He told you if you don't remember now more than ever. We're short of workers. Uh, We have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're gonna have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. On top of that, Eric Adams now wants to change the things in New York. So Mayor Eric Adams is seeking to suspend New York City's longstanding obligation to provide shelter to anyone who asks for it. It says it's official struggle to find housing for thousands of migrants arriving from the southern border. <laughs> On Tuesday night, Is that Mayor Adams asked to do to allow the city to put aside its legal obligation to provide shelter to single adults. Arguing in court that the city should be able to temporarily lift the mandate during an emergency, they say, with more than 122,700 asylum seekers having come through our intake system since the spring of 2022 and projected cost of more $12 billion for three years, and say it is abundantly clear that the status quo cannot continue. Mayor Adams said in the statement, they say in a letter, to Erica Edwards, a New York Supreme Court justice, the city lawyers asked for the 1981 consent decree that requires the city to provide shelter to be temporarily suspended. They said they also asked for the rules to be suspended whenever the governor or mayor declares a state of emergency and there's an the influx of people seeking shelter. They say the Legal Aid Society, which filed the lawsuit that led to the right to shelter, and the Coalition for the Homeless issued a joint statement saying that the change with gut protections for homeless people. And we know right now temperatures are dropping in the north of, of our country. And we know homeless people do not need to be on the streets, especially as I said before, in New York with the big mama rats, that's about this freaking big, doesn't make any sense. You better believe if I had these men in New York, my number one priority, one of my number one priority would be getting rid of rats. Them things are huge and nasty. But. I agree with them, this will hurt the homeless, but they need to amend that. They don't just say, just get rid of it they say, no, 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 this is how I would do it. We want to get rid of it, but we only want to accept for legal residents in the United States of America and US citizens. We'll, we'll make sure to house them, but everybody else can't just come to the city who's not a legal resident who's not a citizen of the United States of America, we can't, we, we're not obligated to deal with them. You understand? We don't supposed to be giving them nothing. If they come up here, they got to get out the mud on their own. It should be none of our services. Listen, for you having an opportunity to come here, that should be opportunity enough for you where you can go in on and do what you got to do. You understand? So no, I don't agree with that part of citizens or legal residents of this country, not Having that opportunity, especially how cold it is in New York. Now they said that this is the city's most significant and damaging attempt to retreat of its legal and moral obligation, and said to provide a safe and decent shelter for people without homes, since that right was established 42 years ago, according to what the group said. They street homelessness and say we're ballooned to a level unseen in our city since the Great Depression. They add, they say the city letter came, they say, as Mr. Adams but had left on that, you know, four-day trip to Latin America to witness a flow of migrants at the Darren Gap and to dissuade people from traveling to New York City. It's a top aide for Mayor Adams, Ingrid Lewis-Martin, recently called on the federal government to close the borders and said, Mr. Adams sought to distance himself from those comments on Tuesday, reiterating his position that the border should not be closed, but that migrants should be sent to other cities. Mayor Eric Adams has said that we believe the border should remain open. He said in a news conference that that's the official position of the city, but we have made it clear there should be decompression strategies so that we could probably deal with the volume that's coming into our city. Now, if I had to deal with an extra 122,000 people, my mind would me, no, the border should be closed. We got enough. It is enough for right now. If you got one asylum, there's other countries you can go to. You know, hey, if you want to go to Canada, you can you can go to Canada, but you can't come here. take your plane, go to Canada. And I guarantee you, if if, if America starts sending the people to Canada, oh, they'll be crying. All oh, Canada be crying, right? So so no, the borders should be closed. Ah, no, nah, no, nah. no. To me, it's like in one instance you're saying that. You know it's gonna destroy New York. If another instance, you don't want the border closed. Come on, bro. If you don't want the border closed, then we we'll keep coming to your city because Greg Adams gonna keep sending them. Mayor Adams said that the city's landmark right to shelter protections were never intended to apply to the extraordinary circumstances our city faces today. No, you, the right thing for you to say was the right to shelter protections were never intended for people who aren't uh, citizens, or people who just jump in the line, for people who are uh, considered. Uh, Economic migrants, illegal immigrants, it wasn't meant for that. Now, that's, I mean, that was a proper thing to say. Why the word salad? Now, he said that the city was not seeking to end the 1981 consent decree, which was issued, to say, in the Callahan versus Carey case, but he argued that New York City should face the same rules as other cities in the state. He said a new letter is part of a months long legal battle over the city's right to shelter mandate. He said it made the city ask for changes. To the mandate since then the Biden administration announced that it would grant work permits to hundreds of thousands of venezuelan migrants and say in a letter it said the city said it should be relieved of its obligations when the number of homeless people seeking shelter grew by 50 percent over a certain time period and christine quinn the former city council speaker a, and chief executive of Win, is a network of shelters for women and children said that the policy changes could affect the families with children. so it would start New York down a slippery slope that would undoubtedly put families with children in harm's way. And I said, now Mayor Adams continued to criticize Mr. Biden on Tuesday night, saying at an event, until a men's leader, said that he could not remain quiet when a cost of providing services to migrants would force him to cut other programs that help New Yorkers in poverty. He said, on this issue, I believe the White House is wrong. He said, Mr. Adams said he planned to speak with the local media is on his trip to Mexico, Ecuador, and Colombia to let potential asylum seekers know that they would not find hospitable conditions if they came to New York. He said, we are not going to be a five-star hotel, as many people have told us. They say, if that can resonate and start their conversation from there, he said, I'm going to try. Now, Ann William Isom, the Deputy Mayor for Health and Human Services, said in news conference on Wednesday that the city was seeing a significant surge in the number of migrants who are arriving, said more than 600 every day. They said where previously it was 300 to 400 were arriving per day. Said the number of migrants in the city's care has not skyrocketed, as you said, because of the policies for migrants in the city's shelters to reapply after 30 to 60 days and improve case management to help them apply for temporary protected status or move elsewhere. It said about 13,500 people have received 60-day notices and about 2,100 have received 30-day notices City officials said that the city has helped so far uh, migrants uh, submit about 5,000 asylum applications. But you know, also something that's happened in New York as well. On top of the babies they're having, they said there's been a rise of tuberculosis in, that's happening in New York right now too. Because you're not vetting nobody, you don't know where these people come from, you don't know. Listen, I'm not trying to. I just got to be saying, people coming from these different countries, environments that we're not used of, certain certain type of uh, uh, medical issues that we don't see, and they could bring that over here and cause a major issue. I mean, we talk talking about just a health standpoint. That's anybody. People have to be vetted. Just like during the pandemic, they were vetting people, hey, let's test you. Why are we testing you? Because they want to make sure you don't have anything, these people are not being tested at the border. They're not going through a health screening. They're coming in, and you and when you're not testing the people, you can bring whatever they could possibly have. I'm not saying the majority of people coming over here with some sort of, you know, uh, contagious disease, but you're moving people from, you know, their countries where they don't have access to certain type of health screenings. They don't they don't have, they don't not go into the doctors. They should some of them because they're poor people and they're trying to work. And, and you don't, when you're poor and don't have anything, the doctor is not, so, unless you just feel like you just can't work because your tooth is in pain, you got some sort of pain in your body, then that's a lot of times you go to the doctor. You can, but if it's not that, you don't know what people are bringing over here. Then as we, we're hearing, even in New York, you know, they're they out here doing the same thing they were doing in Chicago. They're getting involved with criminality. Some of them are starting fights with American citizens. Some of them are getting on, on, on the, the track and, and, and getting involved with, with some, you know, selling themselves because that's, that's normal for some of them, I guess, where they're coming from. But some of them countries, it's illegal to do that. Now, in this country, it's really not legal to uh, engage in prostitution. It's not. It's illegal. But some of them are doing that. And, that's, and the criminality aspect. we got enough people in this country that commit crimes. We don't need to be importing people committing it, right? I'm like, if you're going to import somebody, import the best you know, you, who you can get, even if it's workers, import the best ones, right? People who got a clean record, they're not running the criminal records of these people. They're not checking if they, you don't know who they are. You don't know if they're emptying their jails and say, hey, you can't stay in this country. You stay in this country, you're going to be in prison, or I'll let you out you got to go to America. You don't know they're doing that and get rid of their criminal class. You, you just don't know. And that's the problem. They let so many different people in this country every day. So many. And and, and that doing that is going to blow up in their face one day. And you know what? As a black American, the only thing I'm going to say is, well, it's y'all's problem. It's not my problem. The reason why it's not my problem, because when black America told y'all, hey, stop letting all these people in here. You bring these people from all over the world, just dumping them in here. You don't know who they are, their religion, where they come from, anything. Right? Like you just saw that you look at Times square you know they got that israeli and, and palestine thing going on right now they almost came to, to 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 fight right there in Times square when you're importing all these different people into the country you're importing their beefs their their issues whatever the case may be you're importing it in here that's why when, when the folks get get caught up in something because they will you know don't look at black america don't be saying oh y'all was right because every time something happened they always look at us like y'all was right off could could you say something about it or can you get involved that's why i don't get involved with nothing let me me tell you something my policy is this my people my problem not my people not my problem if it involves anything related to us in affiliation with something that's still okay my problem is related to us but if it has nothing to do with us not my problem because other groups do the same thing to us. They like, hey, that's black folks' problem. It's not my problem. We have to be centered on what's us, what we got going on. I get so tired of watching everybody want our opinions for everything. Black people, what you think about this? Black people, what you think about that? And we don't speak up. We get criticized, cussed out. I'm gonna deal with that Amari Stoudemire thing on my other channel. I'm gonna deal with him. Wanna cuss us out because we not getting involved with other people's things. We got our own things to worry about. We trying to get reparations we trying to fix our families. We're trying to be uh, uh, be made whole. We're trying to unify and do everything we can. You know what I'm saying? We got Black American business to worry about. Then, after fixing Black American business, you know, we, we talk about, you know, the brothers, sisters, and diaspora and see if we can do the work with them, the ones that want to work with us, right, to make sure we can make the whole Black world whole. I, that is my whole thing. I'm not focusing on these other groups unless they are, are encroaching on what we got going on. If the migrants, if they came to Chicago and they weren't putting them in the black community, I wouldn't be talking about it. Once again, not my problem. In New York, if they weren't putting them in in, in encroaching on the black community there, I wouldn't be saying nothing. Not my issue. Not my problem. And don't feel bad saying that because we need to take our energy to focus on our community because we've done that for too long. We focus on all these other groups. And then what ended up happening? And these other groups get up, and then they be giving us proverbial, you know, finger. So that we learn from that. We say, no, we're going to focus on our community. We're going to gatekeep our culture. We're going to heavily start gatekeeping our culture. We're going to make sure to honor our ethnic group. And like I say, Black Americans, is the last one to the delineation party because everybody else delineates. Even in the white world, they delineate. The Asian world, they delineate. The Arab world, delineate, everybody delineates. We was the only last one to the party that did not delineate. But now we get it. We understand. There's nothing wrong with delineating. It doesn't mean you disrespect anybody. You're in a diaspora. It doesn't mean I don't like a, 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 a person from Trinidad. That's still a brother or sister if they want to be, right? Are we going to honor Trinidadians, right? But we also want to honor Black Americans and all, everything that comes with our culture. There's nothing wrong with that. Because what people try to do is try to say when black Americans delineate, the black Americans want to honor our, you know, ethnic group and get keep our culture. Oh, we have a hatred for people. No, that, that, that hate is not going to work because that's, that's a, a, a trick they try to use to get you to be this lap dog for all these other groups. So no, 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 Like I said, that's just how I get down. I've learned that we don't have to be worried about what other groups got going on. We worry about what's, period. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. So, this is why I have a concern about immigration is because when when he's doing this to the black community, I can definitely tell you just from, from personal experience is that centering, you know, our platforms and centering everything we do on our community is the best thing, decision I ever made. The best decision is so much freedom just to worry about family business and not trying to get involved with things that you will know nothing about because you get involved with other people's mess, you may say the wrong thing to them, you may disrespect their religion, you may disrespect their customs, you think you're saying one thing to help, but now they all pissed off at you, so prevent all that. I don't say nothing. I'm like, my business. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So let's focus more on our community. Like us said, only if something affects us, we say something. I'm talking about in relation to other groups. If, it don't, if they don't affect us, keep our mouth shut, we don't get involved, we don't say nothing bad. We don't say nothing good either. We just keep our mouth shut and say, hey, we'll pray for you. That's far as it goes because you can't go wrong with telling somebody we'll pray for you. You know, and, and, and we are hoping for the best for you. But right now, we got some black American business to do. We got some African diaspora business to do. We ain't got, we just ain't got that kind of time. It's just that simple. Um and always keep that mindset. Because I'm telling you, that's the, that's the best decision that any of us can do at this point. That's a California mentality. In California, I don't know about other states, but in California, we never really, now I'm speaking on like the mentality of us that was behind the walls in prison. We never really paid a lot of attention to, to, to uh, Martin Luther King because I don't know if you want to say he wasn't radical enough for us, he wasn't, you know, gangster enough for us or whatever. And you know, he was with that turn of other cheek, Mr. And you know, us as young black men at, back in the day, we weren't with that turn to other cheek. That's what comes so many oh, years. Huh? I got all this time. <laughs> I just got a roast, but... Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, this is the thing about it that a lot of people didn't know. And this may be implicated in the Keefe D case if he really wanna call out Suge Knight, Dr. Dre, and uh um, Diddy. Look at this man.